Hello my friends and happy February. I cannot believe it's already February. Welcome to More Than Rubies with Sarai Ruiz. I am Sarai and for those that are new, thank you for joining. I hope and pray that this episode blesses your life and that you may continue to um, listen to many more of my episodes that God has placed in my heart to share with you all um, along this, this new year. Amen. Praise God. So this episode, it's insane because I honestly didn't even think about Valentine's. I, I'm not I'm not about any of these holidays. So when I was in my intimacy with God um, today, I was led to share about his love because to me, as I was soaking in it, meditating in it, it's just so deep, so we cannot understand it. I cannot grasp it. I cannot fully grasp the love of God, right? So I had to share. I had to come on here and share because I know many of you women out there, and maybe some men, right? Let's not leave the men out, can relate to what I'm going to be sharing today. It's going to be some of my personal testimony, uh, dealing with love, and of what God's love has done in my life and continue daily to do in my life, to transform me every single day. So without further ado, my friends, let's jump right into this episode that I've titled God's Unfathomable Love. Amen. Let's go. All right. So... As I mentioned, um, I'm going to be sharing today some deep but important words, um, message, if you will, of my personal life. Um, Love. Mm. Growing up, right, I went through a time in my life where I didn't know what love was. Um, My mom and dad divorced when I was five years old, almost six. And my dad was my everything to me at that time, right? I was daddy's little girl. I lost him to COVID um, almost three years ago, and I miss him a lot. I miss him a lot. So, my parents divorced. I miss my dad during that time a lot. Not understanding why there was a new man in the picture. And from a young age, my friends, I felt such a void, such an emptiness. And I know I'm gonna be really, really vulnerable right now, but it's okay because I feel led by the Holy Spirit to share and be a bit vulnerable. And it's okay, because it's all for his glory, amen. So, I didn't understand why there was a new man in the picture. I'm getting close to maybe 
eight, nine years old now, and my mom decides to marry this man. And I didn't understand why, my friends. And I just, just wanted my dad. Just wanted to be my papi. And every time I would ask for him or mention him, my mom would just, you know, look at me wrong, give me dirty looks and hush me. You know, forget about your dad kind of thing. He's not around. This is your new dad. Without really saying those words, but that's how I felt. I didn't want a new dad. I just wanted my Bobby. I wanted my dad. So being that I was so open and, and empty and vulnerable and a child that was looking for love and being pushed away by her own mom because this new man in the picture feeling abandoned, even though I wasn't by myself. But I felt that way. I even felt suicidal. I felt I didn't want to live anymore at eight years old. And um, hate visited my heart. And it came to live with me for a very long time. I hated my life. I hated my siblings. I hated my mother more than anything. And I hated my stepdad. <laughs> the hate was so strong that I couldn't stand to be around them. I couldn't stand to be around my mom. They would just, she made me feel so alone with her actions towards me. And she will have my grandma like pinch me or, or grab me when I would act out, I guess. Because I didn't want to be part of that family. No one understood me. And I felt like the black sheep of the family. <laughs> so I'm 10 years old now. And I was diagnosed with really bad migraines, like a severe chronic migraines. And um, due to when I was little, I would get uh, seizures due to uh, high fevers, temperature, my body. I would have fevers every day <clears throat> when I was a toddler. And um, with the seizures and everything that would happen so often, a few of my brain cells died off. And, uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, some of the residue, I guess you can say, from all the seizures that I had, uh, created the migraine as I got older, like chronic, like I would pass out. That's how bad they were. And um, I was prescribed medication for the, for the migraines. 
something stronger than Advil. And uh, at 10 years old, I decided that I would end my life. I decided that nobody loves me, so why am I here? I feel alone. I'm verbally abused, emotionally abused. Sometimes physical, but nothing harsh. I just didn't understand the whole thing. During that time, my mother was no longer serving God. So it was all worldly things. And the relationship I had with Jesus growing up, somehow, like when I was younger, up to when I was like eight or 10, you know, around that time of my mom remarrying, I just left Jesus on hold. <laughs> and I felt completely alone. And at 10 years old, I was just done. Why continue? Why live if nobody loves me? Why live? <laughs> if I hate everyone and everybody hates me, why am I here? can't do good in school. I have no friends. My mom hates me. I hate her. I think life will be a lot better without me. 10-year-old Sarai said, she went into the medicine cabinet, grabbed her prescription pills, and took the whole thing. I emptied the whole bottle. Didn't even drink water. I just swallowed it. And they were hard capsules. There were not the soft gel capsules or anything like that. They were hard. And I remember just swallowing them. Saying goodbye to myself in the mirror. Laying down on my bed. Maybe shed one small tear because the hate was so so strong within me that I didn't cry. I wouldn't cry. I didn't cry for years. I didn't cry for years. It was just hate. I had a face all the time like this this face of hate and anger and just oh like I I. I <laughs> I was just so full of hate, I didn't cry. I couldn't cry. Nothing would make me sad anymore, I just hated it. I hated everything. So I lay there with maybe one little tear. I felt a little sick, I felt nauseous. And I was telling myself, okay, this is it. I'm feeling nauseous, I'm feeling sick, I did it right. I was so excited, so excited to finally die. And mind you, I want to say 
it was probably like 8 p.m. 8 o'clock at night when I decided to to take my life with pills an overdose <laughs> and I slept and I slept and I slept from what I remember and I want to say it was a weekend because I don't remember getting woken up to go to school or anything of the nature <sighs> and I was so upset my friends when I finally woke up I did it wrong why am I still here? I don't want to live anymore. Why did I wake up? And I felt so sick. I threw up a few times. I didn't eat the whole day. Stayed in my room for the most part. My mom worked nights and and I think she worked overtime and she was she was a nurse, so I, I don't think I saw her that whole day. My stepdad was there though. And when he was around, I just stayed in my room anyway. So that didn't work. I just got really sick. So I didn't try that again. <laughs> so fast forward to my adolescent years. looking for love in all the wrong places. The hate was still there, but not as strong. And what made me think, you know, when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I was thinking like, I have all this hate, and yet I want love? How, how does that work? If I hate like my life, I hate myself, I hate my mom, my siblings, everything around me I hate. I hate the world, the world's against me, that's how I live, my friends. For the most part of my of my young life and I didn't understand how how is it that I needed love if hate was already ruling me? Like, how is that even possible? So I um I continued searching for love in all the wrong places. Had a boyfriend here and there. Oh my gosh, he said he likes me. Does that mean he loves me? Or if a man looked at me a certain way and told me some, some nice words of my appearance, does that mean he loves me? Is that love? I didn't know. I didn't know what that was for a very, 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 very long time. So I kept on and till I married and still didn't know for sure what love was. It felt like love. I said my do's and I cried. I guess it meant it was real and I guess it meant that it was love. But then my marriage started to be a disaster. 19, 20 years old. Just now living life, I guess you can say. This man disrespects me, this man 
hurts my feelings. He pushes me around. He bullies me in my own home. I'm afraid of him. He, he tells me he loves me and yet he abuses me. He, he calls me names. How is that love? How is that love? Divorce came around. <laughs> Still looking for love. searching for love and mind you by the time I'm married and have my own and all these things I'm serving God yet still feeling that void and my friends it wasn't until almost two years ago that I understood that the love that I've been searching for all my life has always been in God, has always been in Jesus, in his word. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, his only son. for our sins, my sins. So when I understood that John 3.16 verse, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You knew, God, that I was going to deny you. You knew that I was going to go away from your ways. You knew that I was going to doubt you, that I was going to mock you. And yet, you love me? Way before I was even formed into being, you loved me so much that you sent your son to die for me? You knew that I was going to sin. You knew that I was going to turn my back on you, betray you. And yet, you still love me? Because when I love someone in my human love, and they turn their back on me and they betray me and they doubt me and they abuse me and they do all these things towards me. I hate them. I want nothing to do with them. And yet, you knew and you know all the things, all the bad things I was going to do. And you still love me. And you still do love me. And you're still there for me. In spite of all the doubt that I've had about you. In spite of all the wickedness I've done before your eyes. You still love me. And you still want to use me. And you still want to prosper me. And you have a future for me. For me. How can I fully grasp your love for me? I cannot. 
can do in response to that is show you my gratitude by living a life that pleases you. And my friends, now that I am in that light and walking with Jesus fully with him, I lack nothing. There's no void. There's no hate. He took that all away. And he filled it with his love. His love, praise God, that surpasses knowledge. As it says in Ephesians 3.19, it says, And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. So my friend that is listening to this message today, I don't know what life has done to you. I don't know what the past has said about you, but you're not your past. You're not what the world says that you are. You are loved with an unconditional love by the Father. Our Heavenly Father that sent His only Son to die for our sins. So that in return we may have eternal life in heaven with Him. All He wants is all of us. Our heart. Our whole heart. All He wants is for us to love Him with all our heart, all our strength, all our mind, all our soul. And the way that we do that, my friends, is living for him. Surrendering all to him. Allowing him to work out those kinks. To break those chains. With his love. If he could do it with me, he will do it for you. But you have to want that freedom in him. You want to want to feel that love that only he only he can give you. Only he can supply you with that love. That unconditional love that no matter what you've done, where you've been, what you've said, he still loves you. And he still wants to use you. He still wants to give you all those promises that he said he has for your life. But it's up to me and you to surrender and to embrace the love the love that he shed on that cross for me and you is still there flowing flowing freshly daily to forgive us for our sin to forgive us from our ways that are not of him and to bring us to freedom through his love to bring us to true salvation through his son Jesus Christ so my friends I pray that this message has encouraged you if you're going through something that you feel unloved, unwanted, unappreciated, go, go to the Word of God and soak in His love for you. God is love. 
God is love and he wants nothing but the best for you and for me. Amen. I want to read Ephesians to end this message. Read Ephesians 3, 17 through 19. I'm going to read it out of the NIV version. If you would like to um, read along with me. Ephesians 3, verse 17 through 19, it says, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power through with all saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen. So my friends, let's not turn to humans to fill that void of love that we're desperately searching for. Let's not turn to drugs. Let's not turn to things on the internet, whatever that may be, social media. No, it's not there. All those fills that you would get from those things, humanly, technology-wise, social media-wise, those are all temporary, conditionally filled. Temporary. But what God has to offer us is eternal. And it will continue to flow within us. Like springs of living water. His, his love will just flourish within us so deeply. And so strongly that we want to share with those around us because it's so good it's so good and I promise you I promise you when you try and taste and know the love of God nothing from this world will will ever matter to you anymore nothing from this world will appeal to you as it used to test try taste how good the love of God really is and I promise it will turn your whole life around. And you will love yourself more than anything. You will forgive yourself. And you will start to spread that joy and that love onto your family, your co-workers, those in relationship with you. I mean, it will be just a whole new you in the love of God. Amen. Thank you for listening. And I hope and pray that this message spoke to you today as much as it spoke to me god's unfathomable unfathomable love is like no other love that we could ever find here on earth through other people praise god for that thank you jesus praise god god bless you Thank you so much, my friends, for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. And like I said, towards the end of my message, I hope and pray that this message spoke to your life as much as it spoke to me, spoke to your spirit. And let's be rooted in God's love and reminding ourselves, right? Because we're humans and we're we're gonna have moments where we're gonna feel like underappreciated or you know not loved enough by our spouse, our, our children, or whatever it may be. We have to go back and remember that what we need is only found through Jesus, that love that only God can give us. 
is not found in humans, it's found in God, found in his word. Amen. So if you take anything away from my message, take that with you. That the love that you need and that you're always looking for to fill whatever it is that you may be feeling in that moment is always found in the love of God. Amen. I pray that you all have a great month of February. If I'm not back on here till next month, please, please continue to keep me in your prayers that God may continue to, to use me to bring messages to you all and to open new doors for this podcast. I'm trying my best to to do new things for this podcast. So please keep me in prayer as new opportunities and creativity open up and um, that God's will may be done and not my own. And um, for this podcast, this podcast ministry, for it to be um, just uh, flourishing as it's been and that many souls maybe you know touched and and brought to jesus right um that's the goal of this ministry is to bring people to god bring people to know jesus amen from a a real deeper perspective amen there's so many things out there so many false teachings so many false leaders that we need to be very careful for especially nowadays and um i want to bring you always the truth of god which is his word Amen. And if I'm not led by the Spirit, I'm not bringing it. Praise God. And just know that um, everything I try to always bring to you or that I do try to bring to you is always Spirit-led. I don't just jump on here to just ramble and nothing happens. No, it's because the Holy Spirit is is leading me to, to bring this message or to talk about a topic. And I just obey. And that's what I do. And I just pray that you continue to pray for me as I pray for you all that listen. Thank you for all of you that share, all of you that um, send me messages of, of the feedback, I guess you can say, of what God is doing in your life through my podcast. And I give him all the glory because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Praise God. So I just give it back to him because I'm just a simple vessel that he you know, is pleased to use whenever he chooses to. Amen. So um, God bless you. And remember that you are valuable far more than rubies. Till next time, take care and um, we're good. God is good. Amen.